0: Write, I should write how to start a pinball podcast. You get right to it. You don't have 45 seconds of nonsense. And, and hey, maybe, maybe I should spam all the Facebook today and every single pinball group that I have a new show up. No, I'm just going to do what I always do. Just upload it to SoundCloud and on my own page and that's it and become the number one pinball podcast. But the reason why we're number one is because of shows like this. I'm going to give you some news, rumors, and something that is actually happening in pinball. And then this becomes the content that every other show talks about. So welcome to Kaneda's Pinball Podcast. I'm your host Canada. We're gonna jump right into it. Again, it's gonna be another not very long show because you don't need to talk for 90 minutes about pinball. And we're gonna give you something that I don't think anyone's talking about. One of them is a rumor. One of them is absolutely fact because I have correspondence from the company itself and then one other one I think is actually happening, but is also a little bit of a rumor. And then I'm going to close the show on my final thoughts on this UV kit upgrade as I've slept on it over the last 24 hours. How does that sound? All right. So this is a Canada Pinball exclusive. You will only hear it on the Canada Pinball podcast. It is exclusive even though you can find it everywhere after today. Welcome to my exclusive, people. The first, the first bit of news I am going to call a rumor. And this is a big one. This is a big one. So are you sitting down? You're listening to Canada's Pinball Podcast? I don't have a, you know, I don't tell you what day of the week it's coming. Look, we just did two days in a row. All right, cool. This is what I am hearing. That Mark Ritchie, is designing, or designed already, Mark Ritchie designed a licensed game for Chicago Gaming Company. And the game title that I'm hearing it might be, this is so strange, it might be Aliens, okay? That Mark Ritchie has designed Aliens for Chicago Gaming Company, uh, as it is a game mechanics joint venture with CGC. Okay, so Game Mechanics and CGC have made supposedly aliens designed by Mark Ritchie, which means Mr. Christopher Franchi would be doing the artwork for this game. So let let that rumor sink in. Get your mics out, other podcasters, and let's start doing some shows together. All right, let's go on the next thing. That, um, this is not really a rumor, but this is happening as well. Penn Stadium is going to offer an alternative kit to the uv lighting kit that stern wants to sell you for 280 dollars i'll tell you why i think that is silly and and because stern's kit is much more than just lighting you need to get the other plastics as well and if you don't buy the entire kit you're not going to get the apron you're not going to get the plastics you're not going to get the full shebang and the full experience So what good would it be to buy Pin Stadium's UV lighting kit? Because you're not going to get all the other stuff. Now, maybe maybe Stern's going to sell this stuff in pieces. But if I were Stern, I wouldn't break up that kit. As much as I hate it, I wouldn't break it up. So that is something else that is happening in the pinball world. Add it to your pinball news items, everyone else. All right, what else? Okay, here we go. Ready? Now, I'm going to read you this one. I'm going to read you this one word for word, okay? American Pinball has been taken over by Amtron. His uncle and Dan is no longer at American Pinball. So I'm I'm talking about Dabble's uncle and Dan, okay? Let me read. This is a note that they sent to their employees articulating and communicating what's happened at American Pinball. And I'm just going to read you this note word for word exclusively on the Canada pinball podcast. Okay, you ready? It says, hope you doing well. I I I love it. First of all, it's it's got bad grammar right off the bat. Hope you doing well. I would like to introduce myself, Mukesh Vasani, founder and CEO of the Amtron Group of Companies. As you might know, American Pinball is now part of Amtron, and I wanted to inform you we are getting ready to move into our new 52,000 square foot facility located at 500 South, I'm not gonna say the whole address in case some of you are mad and wanna go spray paint it. We are equally excited for the upcoming introduction and release of our third pinball machine, which we believe is going to be a significant change from what you might expect from American Pinball. Well, I'll stop right there because I do hope we see a significant change because the first two games were kind of crappy. So maybe, you know, so the, the so are these actually going to be games that people want that they sell that people buy? He goes on to say, "We are hoping as well that you will be available to travel out for the first of our dealer events to take place this spring. All of us are extremely anxious to know more about your business, but most importantly, what we can do better to be your best partner." We continue to look at new ways to evolve all aspects of our operations, starting with you as our customer. If there has not been the frequency of communication between us as there might have been in the past, please accept my personal apologies. And you know that 2020 marks a new year for us and the desire and commitment to build stronger relationships. Welcome. I welcome the chance for us to sit down and mo- meet depending on your schedule. In advance of that, might we set up a call uh, about your needs and what more we can do to help you. Thank you in advance for your support of American Pinball. I look forward to hearing from you. Sincerely, Mukesh Vasani, CEO. All right, I've got his desk number. I've got his cell phone number. He also writes this. It is with deep regret I would like to inform you that the departure of Dan Selakovic. From American Pinball. We wish him success in this future endeavors. We are actively searching for his replacement. Please direct all your inquiries, sales communications to either myself or Jim Patla. We will keep you posted on the game number three, updates and sales position replacement. Thank you for understanding and cooperation. All right. So there you have it. There you have it. I mean, this is not the biggest surprise. But I think it goes to show, I think it goes to show that American Pinball to date has been a colossal failure as a business, and bringing it underneath, you know, Amtron, what will that do? More people who don't know anything about pinball are now in charge of pinball, and someone who knew a lot about pinball, Dan, is gone. That what does the future hold for Joe Balser, is he happy there, is he staying there, you know, that's up in the air as well. But the whole point is this, and we've learned this in pinball, it doesn't matter how much money, because Amtron is a very successful company, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at a pinball company, what you really need is talent. You need talent, you need passion, you need energy, and coming off of two major, major commercial flop games for American Pinball, it just leads me to believe that the same team was in place that made game one and two. So why do we expect game three to be significantly better? Now, I hope it is. I hope it is. I don't like to see this company fail. I think this game offers incredible, I mean, this company, incredible bang for the buck. But it does scare me a little bit. That a company that has failed on their first two games is already moving into a 52,000 square foot facility to make pinball machines. Think about that for a minute. Or maybe Amtron's just moving into that and this is going to be part of it. But how big is Spooky Pinball? How big is Jersey Jack Pinball? How big is Chicago Gaming Pinball in terms of square footage of their operations And I'm sorry, but you should not be growing when you've failed. You should not be increasing your overhead when you've failed. You should increase your size and your scale and your operations because the demand is there for more of what you're making. And as of today, they have proven that there is hardly any demand. I mean, we're talking like 300 total Oktoberfest have sold 300 maybe a little bit more Houdini's games are going for basement prices now in the secondhand market so this is a big move now if you were to ask me what I think American Pinball needs to do is they need a hot theme game is Hot Wheels gonna be it I mean it's if it is if this is if game number three is Hot Wheels and this is the significant excitement that we're waiting for I don't know how that theme is going to compete. But anyway, that's the news from American Pinball. Another news item. All right, you ready for this one? Uh, and this one's more maybe a rumor. But again, this one can easily be shot down because they, they're very vocal. Everyone knows people there. So I'm hearing this. Jersey Jack Pinball is moving to Chicago all under one roof, design and manufacture. Okay. So, that is what I'm hearing the rumor is that Jersey Jack Pinball is going to move design and manufacture into the Chicago area and out of New Jersey. Now, will this happen? Is it still Jersey Jack Pinball if that happens? You know, I don't know if this rumor is true, uh, but I will say this that um, it's, it's very expensive where Jack decided to put his company. It's very expensive in terms of taxes. It's very in- expensive for real estate. And it's extremely difficult for him him to find affordable labor where he's at. So is this true? Is this happening? You know what I don't hear from Jersey Jack Pinball? I don't hear anything about what's after Toy Story. So maybe that's good. Maybe that's good. But I know that like people there have like loose lips. I feel like if there was something else cooking that they were excited about, I don't know. I heard a rumor of Back to the Future. I heard Matrix, but then I heard he couldn't get Matrix. Um, so we will see what happens with Jersey Jack Pinball, okay? All right. So look, Canadian Pinball Podcast. Look, we're only 12 minutes in, and you've heard some some major major announcements. That is actual news that is going on in the pinball world and some big rumors to discuss. I've now done the research for so many, so many of my friends out there. Let's go on Facebook and let's 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 drop this episode all over every single pinball club. Let, let's expand the pinball hobby with pinball content. That's what pinball needs. You know, we need more content equals the expansion of pinball. Come on. Come on. We're just doing this for entertainment value. Everyone knows that. This is not introducing more people into the hobby, and it never will. It's meant for you guys who are the diehards. Okay, so I just want to close this episode by saying. Listen to my last episode if you want to hear my entire thoughts on the Stern UV release. It is, I think, the biggest joke cast grab I've seen since I've been covering this hobby. They intended to do it all along. And look at the feedback. Nobody is talking about how cool this feature is because it's super cool. It's one of the coolest things Stern has ever put in the game. The entire conversation and the entire dialogue is about the negative aspects of Stern doing it the way they did it. Now, you can't tell me. See, marketing is not about upsetting your customer base. And again, I think Stern is once again pushing against the community in the wrong way. And it's going to backfire. It's, even if you buy this, it's turning people off to this company. And they don't give a crap. And I think you have to understand, I don't think Jody and Gary give two SHITs about any of you. I don't. I really don't. I think the designers care about you. I think the coders care about you. I think the people actually making these games care about you. But I think the people at the top, the investors and the fat cats, they don't give two SHITs about you. And you know it. And the only way you can get to those people is if you stop buying into this crap and you stop buying the lies they're selling you and you stop throwing your money at stupid stuff like 15K Elvira's and $300 kits you should have got from the beginning and, and, and all this stuff that, is, that they're not giving you anything for your money. Now, what stinks is this is to get to those people, to get to those jerks and those investors and make them feel it where it hurts. You have to hurt the people that we actually care about. The George Gomez's, the Keith Elwins, the designers, the artists, the coders, the hardworking people on the line at Stern. There's all those people that mean well, and they are not mean-spirited people. But this move is, is an evil money-grabbing move on Stern's part. And you, if, if you think otherwise, I don't understand your angle. And I'm reading on Pinside people attacking the people that are outraged by this saying, there's too much negativity, what's wrong with people, it's only this, it's only that. It's not about the money, you fools. It's the principle of what this company is doing. They're greedy. They have 85% of the pinball market. You spent $9,100 on an LE that's unfinished. And not only is it unfinished code-wise, it's unfinished because they left a feature out that they already put into the game. And now you have to pay to unlock it. An unprecedented cash grab and people are still like, eh, defending Stern. Stop defending Stern. I'll say it and I'll say it again and I'm going to end this show. Stern Pinball has fooled all of you in so many ways. They have. But the saddest thing is this and you all know it. You're spending so much money on a company that is making games, and they're not the best pinball company in the world. They never were. They're just number one in volume. But the best games in the world, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're aiming to make the best pinball possible. They, they, they just survived. Imagine if Bally Williams never went away. If Gottlieb never went away, if other companies Sega, if everyone just stayed in it, go look at modern day Sega arcade games. If other companies that actually innovated and pushed industries forward stayed in it, Capcom, I don't care if everyone from the 90s stayed in this game. These are the worst, these were the worst games in the 80s and 90s. And now all of a sudden they have 85% of the market. And you know what? The past is the past. We're never going to know what it would have been like if Bally Williams was still making games today. Okay? Let's just let that go. Because most of these Stern guys came from Bally Williams. And that's why it's so frustrating. Because it's not like the people over there don't want to make games at the caliber of like Jersey Jack. It's not like they don't have the talent. They do and then some. It's the investors at the top. It's Gary. They have these people in, 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 in straight jackets. They're, they're, they're in a bomb straight jacket. They have these people designing to a cost, not designing to a dream. And it reeks of that. And these games reek of that. And they know it. You get them over a few beers and that's what the designer will tell you how pissed off they are about what didn't go into the game. You know, they yank out the uh, the ramps the, the cool ramps that Dennis Norman put into his game. Why? Why did they change the game? To make it cheaper. Do you think he was designing his his passion project but to make it cheaper? And then you have people being like, well, Stern should do this to stay in business. I'm telling you, it's far past the point of needing to stay in business. This is not needing to stay in business. They are doing so well. They are now fleecing the community. Wake up. This is a symbol of that. I don't care if you think I'm being too negative. I think Stern should be ashamed of this fleet. And they don't care. I bet if Gary and Jody were listening to this, they would, they would light a cigar and they would count the hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars they're making off of you. They're not making it off of me because I'm not buying any Stern games in the, in the foreseeable future after this kind of stuff. They're making the money off of you. And I'll tell you what would hurt them is if the two to 3,000 people who listen to this podcast didn't buy a Stern game in 2020. Just wait. 2,000 people times $8,000, 16 million in, in revenue. They'd feel that. So if you want them to feel it and you want them to change their ways, then let's not keep buying everything. And let's see what the other uh, distributors out there who have shows, let's see what they say about this UV kit, if they think it's also disgusting or are they going to tell you to buy, buy, buy it because it's great and the features awesome. I don't know what everyone's complaining about because you spent money on a product. You should get everything that should have been in that product. All right. I know I'm getting a little heated again, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Canada Pinball Podcast. We're number one people. We're taking the Twippy three years in a row. You know, we are, you know, we are. Come on. What, who, who else is, to, I mean, come on, I, I, don't, need, I don't need 18 like, shows on, on a week that, with a schedule. And they, no, we're just doing what we do. I know you love it. We'll be back soon, everyone. And hey, hey, do me a favor. Screw this pinball for the week. Go to the gym. Work out. Work out, people. If you're not exercising, you are not living your life to the fullest, okay? And I mean that. I care about you people more. I care more about your health and your well-being. And don't get too stressed out over a stupid UV kit in a game that we all know pretty much is not that good. That's the best part. The game is not even that good. Everybody knows it. Everyone knows it, except for the people who bought it, who want to make apologies for it. This is Brian Eddy's comeback game after all these years. Come on. I don't care what ink you put in it. I don't care what light you shine down on it. The game is a little bit of a mess. And it even now feels even more like a chaotic mess. Like you didn't need this. We got a projector, we got this, we got this like plastic artichoke in the middle. That does, see, you know what's amazing to me is they defeated, they, they've accepted defeat on the Demogorgon. Now you don't even need to shoot it in the hole because it, it'll register hits and kill it without even going in the mouth. Then what was the point of making a toy in which you were supposed to shoot it in the hole to kill it? You've now admitted that it's designed poorly and people are annoyed by it. So you just use code to erase your your physical design failures. Way to go, Stern Pinball. You really knocked Stranger Things out of the park. This game, these LEs, this game is going to be a $7,000 LE in a year. Everybody knows it. Enjoy it while it lasts, all you apologists, because you're the ones who are going to get burned the most, who run towards the fire, make excuses for the heat, and then all of a sudden, you're going to wake up one day and your collection full of machines has lost like 30% of its value. Bye, 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 people. And I'm going to say bye, bye, bye right now, but the B-Y-E kind later. (laughs)